Hello, this is Dustin from Elder Eye Entertainment, and I want to welcome you to the audio version of The Velvet Lodge, our cinematic horror actual play miniseries. The Velvet Lodge airs every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on our Twitch channel, and you can also watch the video on demand on our YouTube channel with new episodes releasing every Friday. Now, we hope you enjoy your stay at The Velvet Lodge. Warning. The Vela Laws contains vulgar language, disturbing audio, and descriptive imagery of violence, body horror, gore, vermin, manipulation, anxiety caused by trauma, and death that may be upsetting to some viewers and listeners. Audience discretion is advised. Why hunt it all? For the thrill, for food, for display, some hunters have other satisfactions. The tanner works his skin to wrinkle and callous in order to turn others' flesh into leather. An arduous process of stretching out that skin in order for the hair to stand on and just to shave it down. Scraping and scraping, thinner and thinner. Separating the bark from the tree in order to make liquid and then submerging over and over. But what's more merciful? The blade against the skin and the rasping of the fur with the view of the tanner's glove as your vision is flooded with a solution as you're being turned into the material of those gloves. Happy hunting out there, folks, and remember, kitchen's always open at the Velvet Lodge. Welcome back to the Velvet Lodge. You have just placed the pommel of the dagger inside of the box after having attached it to said dagger. However, the box remains open and you all are here collected in the foyer area looking at it. I, I put the pommel on the knife. Did we do it wrong? Maybe. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The knife was in there when you Everything's went? in there. Clam is in there. I thought everything was like turning into keys. Ah, uh, give, give me the clam, give me the clam, give me the clam. Yeah, oh God, it's just sweating. You gotta, you gotta think. 
Yeah, I got a thing. I got an idea. You know, I saw a thing. I saw a thing and I think you should do it. What am I supposed to do? Well, this was Earl's, wasn't it? Yeah. I think someone who cares about him. I, I don't know how to do this. You know what? I don't either. Just don't hurt yourself. Oh, ah! oh gosh, it's opening. It's opening. Oh! It's sticky inside. I mean, it's a clam. I ain't never touched clams before. Oh, it's disgusting. Oh, gosh. The pearls. There's pearls. The pearl. Th those important? Well, remember, there was something about pearls. Yeah, when I was pretending to be a fishing pole, I saw the two of them talking. And that's the thing that Earl needed to find for whatever it was that they're doing here. Oh. Okay. What do, what do we do with it then? Well, let's try sticking the pearls in there, maybe. Like I get them out of here? I don't know, but maybe. Take a dig. Maybe there's something else. Oh, they 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 do move. They do move. Oh, this is this is disgusting. Why are you making me do this? Because Because it matters. Because it's Earl and you had to you were here for Earl. I was, but you know, how close are we really? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go check a door. I'll be right back. I'm oh. gonna walk upstairs I mean, and throw up. I'm making the assumption that these things matter. This ritual matters. Who Why? does what? Why? Because assumptions are most of what I have to go on oh. right now. Is there spots in the box for two little pearls? Looking at it, there is a place where two pearls to fit in. Yes. Oh, okay. I'll, uh... I guess I'll put them in. As you place the opened uh, oyster inside the box, you see that now the oyster, the two pearls, and the pummel that you previously placed, it seems that the box accepts. It closes once more, and you hear another one of those familiar chimes from the piano. Well, that was a bright idea. Disgusting, though. Do we just hear another chime? Do we get two? We get two for one. We're doing this faster. I'm excited to get to the end of this. I'm excited for this to be over as well. What's at the end? Hopefully saving your friends, my friends. Probably something horrible. Probably both. If hmm. it's anything like my books, it's the biggest monster of all. I'm gonna run over and check how many keys are down and how many are left. As you run over, you can now see there seems to be one key left. Well? What's left? One. One more room, right? I think it's yours or Eliza's. 
Yeah, that's gonna be interesting, isn't it? We're probably gonna find out how much they know about me. Hopefully we're gonna find out what happened to Eliza. Seeing what has happened to everybody else here, I'm not holding out hope. Yeah. As you're speaking, you can see now that after almost like a moment of processing, the box opens once more, and you receive from it. Um, this one... It's yours. It's rather gnarly. Well, we're going to see the tanner, right? The stag head. There's... It's just a stag head. Mm, it's a skeleton key. Unless that's dried blood. I mean, you'd know. I'd trust you. Is it dried blood? Looking at it, it just seems to be rust. No, it's just rust. <laughs> it's just rest. Might be the first time. Well, anything else we want to do down here, or are we going to go... We See are what horror uh, awaits us next. Let's go. Let's go do this. I'm going to traipse up the time. stairs. Down here. It's the so, kitchen. Downstairs. I'm just going to traipse toward the kitchen, not a care in the world. I will walk with purpose, but for the first time I'll take the lead. Okay. I'm at the kitchen door. What do we see? At the kitchen door, you can see beside it another similar um, gold-framed portrait. This time at the bottom, the plaque reads Alexander Lynn, the Tanner. You can see um, his appearance is sort of a, probably the smallest in stature of folks here that you've seen in their portraits. Um, you see a bald, um, close-shaved head, um, this sort of large, um, soft leather-looking vest, and a sort of pillowy, or billowy-sleeved, rather, um, sort of top, and these small, sort of flat shoes. I wonder who made these portraits. There's no one here called the painter, so... Ah, it could have been a commission. That's a later question. You're opening the door? I'm sticking in the key. Is there a signature on the paintings? Looking at it, there does not seem to be a signature. I'd like to take a really close look at it okay. and um, use uh, Panopticon. And I'll pause. Okay. Oh wait, sorry. I feel like mm, that's a really good question. No, no, no. You can you can definitely tell Abby thought it was a really fun question. Yeah. That is is there an artist's signature or some sort of hidden element to the painting? Um looking at this painting in front of you and with your sort of tapping into that vision of yours, you don't sense anything magical or hidden about it. Um, it sort of seems like these were all commissioned a while ago by whoever owns the lodge and is sort of a, almost like having family portraits around. Okay. okay. I don't see anything that doesn't make sense, but I don't see a signature. 
Are they on canvas in frame or are they behind glass? They're on canvas. Uh, Turn it around. Birdie is going to quickly run back upstairs and just take a small pocket knife and cut out Earl's portrait and roll it up and stick it in her purse. Okay, you can do that. Um, flipping it around, if you so choose, you don't see anything on the back of them. Okay. There's nothing. <laughs> it's a good idea, though, to look. And I'll walk up to the door and put the key in, and you'll see for a moment, there's like two emotions on Abby's face, that fear, that dread, but then also this weird bit of excitement. And I will turn the key. All right. As you enter the key and turn, you hear that sort of familiar click as the door shifts to move open. I just walk inside. Okay. I need to know right away. I need to know as quickly as possible who is this room for? I'm walking in right behind. You're walking in right behind? I'm following. I stay in the doorway. Okay. Like in the door, holding it open, watching. You're um, sort of standing there um, and as the rest of you enter, you see in front of you the kitchen. Um, you can see that there's sort of these old cabinets lining the sides of the walls, um, different uh, sort of utensils and such. You've actually seen a little bit of this kitchen from your vision, um, but now that you're here, you can see a couple more tools kind of strewn about for actually tanning. And like I had sort of mentioned and how you saw in your vision, it's not necessarily the fullest kitchen for cooking, but rather sort of a place where you could maybe prepare a simple sort of meal. Um, you can see as well next to um, the sort of lining walls, you're sort of looking at almost like a longer room than you've been in previously and sort of along the sides on your left and right. There's almost this alleyway that makes, or catwalk maybe, that sort of moves through the center of the room. And on each side are these um, sort of pits of small pools of water. You can see above from the ceiling sort of area, these chains reaching down to almost like a sewer grate and they're moving gently in and out of the water, agitating it slightly. Above you, you can see um, this sort of raft uh, or sort of pointed ceiling above you with this um, sort of beam that goes across the center. And on the farthest wall, there's something that looks almost like a large leather mattress with a single sort of puckered hole in the center and it's deep and dark and the only thing that you can see sort of sticking out from it is a singular hand and in it and sort of wrapped over it and on the wrist is this leather bracelet i'm just gonna call out liza 
Liza Tabby, you here? Did she wear a bracelet? Do I recognize that as something she was wearing? Looking at it, you can recognize a bracelet you've seen her wear only a couple of times, but you do imagine that it might be hers. And I go to take a step and stop. Yeah. Yeah, that is. That, 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 that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this just looks like a hand like coming out of this mattress. Mm -hmm. As you are stepping a little bit further inside, Abby, you sort of hear echoing throughout the room this almost muffled voice, almost moaning in agony softly, almost seeming to recognize that you are now in the room. Well, this is what I'm here for. And I walk straight towards her hand. Okay. As you step forward, you can now hear, and all of you can hear from sort of that central hole. Foolish, foolish girl. You fell right into the trap. Sometimes that's what you gotta do to help someone else escape. It knew you would come. Such who's, a pity. Who, who's it? Are you continuing to walk? I think I would stop when I hear the voice, if only to try to ascertain where I think it might be coming from. Do, can I tell? Looking, it looks like it's coming from that kind of darkness of the hole in front of you. Uh, once I figure that out, I will continue towards the hand. Okay. And say, who's it? Always curious, always investigating. What must happen for you to be satisfied? Oh, there's nothing that's gonna satisfy me. It's all horrific. But at the moment, it's saving my friend and saving the people here from whatever it's doing, you're doing. Who are you? As you're stepping forward, would you please make me an intuition and vigilance? Okay. Intuition. Ooh, okay. All right. I got to do a lot of rolling. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's four successes. Four successes. Now that you've entered the room slightly, you catch in the corner of your eye sort of between where this leather-like mattress is butted up against the wall, a another five fingers just pressed between the wall and this mattress-like thing. And although you recognize the bracelet in front of you, the hand that it's on looks more masculine and calloused. And the one that you're clocking now, kind of in the right peripheral, looks more familiar to you. 
Do I have to go past the, the, the masculine hand to get to the one I, I recognize? There is, so in front of you now is sort of that catwalk and the two sort of pools on the side and the, it sort of butts up the pool right, right up against that leather mattress. So to get to the other hand, you would have to cross over that pool. Abby's gonna Abby, wait. Yeah. Is there anything magical or hidden in this room that I can detect? Now that you are looking and you are sort of clocking everything, you can see that whole leather mattress or whatever it is, is emanating this sort of dark, almost brown in color aura to your eye. There's something about that thing. It's, it's not normal. It's not just there. There's something more there. There's something more everywhere. Now come in the room so we can get no, this done. This is different. Yeah, we're having a conversation. Why don't why don't you hang out where you're comfy? My speaking with Alexander, maybe? Hmm. Able to put the pieces together. Smart. Sometimes. Obviously. You're here. That wasn't very smart. Sometimes you have to do the not smart things in order to figure things out. Are we helping you or are we helping it? You see, as you say this, the hand that's sort of outstretched with that leather sort of bracelet wrapped around almost squirms backward into that pit. And you hear it. Again, I don't know what you're trying to do. Well, I was coming here originally to find my friend and make sure she's okay. And now I'm coming to help these other people find and help their friends. And you're all stuck in nightmares, so I think I'm trying to find it. Please make a charisma and hmm, I will let you roll either, either empathy or vigilance. I'm going to go vigilance. Okay. Um, I got three, but I'm gonna use double think to uh, double my successes. So that's now six. Gotcha. So six successes? Six successes, yep. You hear the voice again. <laughs> Such a pity. She spoke of you very highly. Are we here because of you? I hope not. I'm here because of her, and she's here 
I'm assuming because of it. What's it? You see now as you are speaking, the hand sort of outstretches a bit and beckons. Why don't you come and ask me yourself, Nicolette? And I will actually turn around and look directly at you. You know the tanner? No. I don't think so. You know Eliza? I'll turn back around. I knew, I knew Bertrand and Earl. So have you been watching us this whole time? Been enjoying all the fun? Sort of here, this sort of, uh, as from that one hand, you see another reach forward and you hear as it sort of runs along that edge of the pit. Enjoy. Look at me. Look at what it's done. Your friend, Eliza. All of your friends here. You think that this is fun? It depends. Am I talking to someone who wants to escape or someone who's wanting, who's working with it? Because we're here to help. What is it? I don't know. I'm trying to figure that out. I'm hoping that the person who doesn't want to be here anymore would help a bit. What, are, what has been going on? What was being summoned here? Both of the hands sort of running along that ring rescind suddenly nicolette you are still in the door mm -hmm. i need you to please make a strength and toughness roll oh and those are not good stats for me <laughs> um, strength okay okay oh okay that's a catastrophic failure Okay. Well, <laughs> I rolled 2d6 and I have five distress dice. Mm. No, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I'm going to be entering this room anyway. That door that you are standing against, you having opened inward, you feel as it suddenly slams back onto you. Mm -hmm. And in that sort of shock of it moving so quickly, you sort of fall onto the sort of right to try and dodge mostly out of the way. You take one damage. Okay. How many minutes do I get at this point from a catastrophic failure? Um, let's see. Three minutes. Three, thank you. Okay. And um, as you are sort of hit by this door and sort of move out of the way to try and get out of the slamming back of it, you sort of move just enough for the door to dunk, slam back into the frame. All of you now inside. The voice sort of, I really, really don't want to have to do this. 
Then don't. Then help us. You don't have to. I'm here to help Augustina. That's all that's all I want I want to do. There are you're clear, clearly doing something. So just give us what we need and we'll leave the room and we'll fix everything. I'm so tired of fucking riddles and I'm taking out my gun and readying it. Okay. Mm-hmm. He hears I your... also have a gun. <laughs> he hears you're all speaking to sort of... Just go home. Okay. Would love to, but can't. I'm not leaving until I have my friend and their friends and some answers. And this can include you too. I thought all these hunters were supposed to be amazing, strong, fast, capable. We're here to help in your hunt. You gonna help us or are you gonna turn on us? You here. Sort of. <laughs> help! Help! You all. You all help in the hunt. And you see from that leather these sort of small spikes almost reaching out in hand like appendages from inside. And all you can see is sort of the impression outside of the fabric pulling itself away from that part of the wall where you can see those fingers moving. And you can see now just the eye and the head of sort of this face turned, pressed up directly against the wall. Eliza head sort of turning and Abigail yeah and she says this those hands release and the leather mattress covers back again sort of look at your friend look at what had to happen to her to get you here well you know what you got me here so deal with me Tell me what's going on. You see that hand extend again. The leather bracelet still intact. Go on, Abby. Find your answers. Just put me out of my fucking misery. I'm gonna walk towards the hand. Okay. What are you doing? Uh, when I get there, is it still outstretched? I'll, I'm gonna walk quickly. I'm not gonna look at the water. <sighs> what do you want to know? I don't want to know anything. I just don't want to be this anymore. How do we make that happen? If I knew that, you wouldn't be here. What are we dealing with? Maybe we can figure that out if we knew what we were dealing with. I will have you roll another charisma 
and empathy or vigilance. And please save your, please save your distress die. Okay. Um, so, charisma. Oh. I'm gonna spend six seconds and roll, re-roll six of these. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, I, I rolled bad and... And I need to get answers. One. Only two successes. Two I successes? Have, I have two distress dice. Oh, jeez. Two successes and two distress die. That's a one. That's a three. Okay. You feel as you approach and are speaking. And now that you are closer, you see in this breath almost, the entirety of this wall move, sort of look. I can't, I can't tell you what it is because I don't know. But I will tell you one thing. Whatever that old man was trying to do, he's a fool, just like me and just like you. And I need you to please make an intuition and reaction roll for me. Okay. Intuition. Oh, shit. So that's a catastrophic failure. As Abby's trying to reason with this person and is reaching out to grab their hand. As you reach to grab their hand, the suddenness of that hand reaching onto yours as well. And you feel under, the skin is unnaturally soft, almost like wet toilet paper. And you sort of are grasping for a moment and that bracelet on the hand slips. Oh. As you grasp it in your hand, you sort of look at where you had touched the skin of this tanner and you see peeled away almost in flakes parts of his skin. The rest of you in the room see as this happens, your vision of the room almost shifting as it almost feels as though it's elongating around you 
and you're suddenly halfway in the room and far from the door. Oh. <laughs> Can I do something? Absolutely, what are you doing? Because I've got his skin in my hand. Oh. When did you see this creature called it? I'm gonna activate Janice's gaze. Okay. On him. I know this is gonna be bad, but I need to know. Reiterate your question for me one more time. When did you see this creature you're calling it? Okay. Because I'm, because he doesn't know what it is and he can't tell me what it is, but maybe if I see when it happened, I, we can figure something out. I've done a lot of research on a lot of esoteric stuff. Okay. You, in this moment that you're all sort of feeling as you are moving and you all watch as in a moment, Abby's sort of vision is gone. Abby, opening your eyes, you look, you're a little bit shorter than you normally are. In your hand, pointed a similar rifle to the one that Melody is carrying. And you looking down, you can see that sort of familiar vest, but this time with a couple more um, accoutrements sort of around your belt, traps, rations, things like that. Around you, the forest, cold and dark, your shoes are wet with snow. Standing next to you are four other figures. You can recognize them, Sunita, Earl, all of them here, also holding some sort of firing weapon with them. You see in front of you this large sort of cave, dark and wet in front of you, and you can see at the sort of edge of it, that older man, sort of scraggly beard, elderly, wrinkled face, this tan hat with a sort of wide brim around the head. And he, I know I called y'all here for a very important task. And I appreciate you making it out. Now I will warn, this is an awful creature. Bigger than anything we've hunted before. And I want you to be prepared. And I want you to be steadfast and quick on those triggers. He sort of turns, looking towards the cave, sort of calls. And you hear it's almost like this high-pitched shrill, something that he seems to do between his hands and moving it almost in like a whistle tone. And you hear in that sort of void of the cave looking in front of you, this low 
sort of growling before it turns to this almost clicking, but in the back of the throat. And you hear as these hands begin pounding against the floor, running quickly forward. In front of you, almost extending out of the darkness, these large, bone-white antlers, organic, brutal in shape, emerge, and all you are able to make out are these glowing red eyes before you until this hand swipes across and you feel snow covering your face and the sort of hit against your chest. And you regain your vision. Was he hit by the antlers or by something else? It looked like a figure sort of silhouetted and then a hand reaching and swiping. But not the antlered creature, something else. It was the antlered creature. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. <gasps> she did it again. And so you failed to shoot it, and it's done this. As you say this, the hand that had previously reached for you, you see the skin sort of sloughing off of it as it reaches again and, wait, that's not it. And as they say this, the other hand that you had seen previously reaches out and grips onto the edge of this hole. And you see from deep sort of dark inside of this pit, this head begins to squirm its way to the front of the indentation, using their sort of rotting hands to pull and leverage itself. As it crests into the light in here, you see this bald sort of dome, the face puffy and fluid moving in motion, almost like water lives between the muscle and the skin. This retching sound like water is stuck in their lungs begin to begins to emanate throughout the room as you realize they are not stuck in the indent but in fact as they balloon out into this space their neck fills that void leaving the face poking out from this well of wall of meat and you see as other random spots in the skin begin to pull and stretch the forms of fingers pushing against their layers of epidermis on top of them as the eyes of this creature open and focus on you, Abby. You see they are soupy, like the center of a soft-boiled egg. The iris barely distinguishable from the sclera as the colors of them sort of run together. You hear this ripping of the first layer of flesh as a hand at the top of the wall grasps onto the rafter above you and begins pulling the mass forward. As soon as it does that, I will shoot it in the face. I would also like to shoot it in the face. As this is happening, 
if you would please all roll initiative for me. Nicolette? Uh, four hits. Four. Abby? Six hits. One, one on a d4. Okay. Birdie? Catastrophic failure with a negative one. How many minutes do I have to take for that? Three. That's That puts me to hour seven. Oh! Welcome back to that. <laughs> um... <laughs> Five hits. I, I got five. Gotcha. As you all are sort of preparing, I will allow there was, were there two things that y'all were, yeah, were doing we both before? We were taking shots at the face. Okay. I will allow you to do both of those before we jump into initiative. Okay. What's the roll for that? Coordination and composure. Are there cabinets in here? Like, does it look like a kitchen or just straight what you've described? Now that you have moved, mm -hmm. it almost feels like the walls on the side of you are blurring. Okay. Spending five seconds to reroll five dice. Gotcha. And I am spending six, six seconds to add two D8. Did you roll over again? Mm -mm, okay. Mm -mm. <laughs> I'm just very good at shooting things now. Okay. Thank you for that. Yay. One of us has to be. Mm-hmm. I think if you took all of us together, you'd make one functional person. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I'm thankful you're all here with me in this nightmare. Common success with three hits. Common success, three hits. Phenomenal success with eight hits. Oh, yeah. And I will mark that I now have three so, bullets left. As the hand sort of reaches up to that top rafter, the beam kind of going across the center line of the kitchen and begins pulling itself forward, the two of you both fire off and you see as the bullets sort of land and into the skin a bit. And you see now as from those holes, liquid begins pouring this kind of dark blue-brown color beginning to leak into the room. What does this liquid look like a bodily fluid or just like a general fluid? That Looking at it, it looks like it's a mixture of bodily fluid and whatever is in the pools in front of him. Okay. Okay. So, as you have fired off these shots and the liquid begins pouring from the sort of front of the tanner, now beginning to crawl his way through the room. Um, Abby, mm -hmm. you are directly in front of him. I will need you to make a coordination and reaction roll. Mm -hmm. 
That is a complicated success. Okay. So how many? Um, I got one hit one and then hit. one one on the d4. So it's a straight. Just not what I was expecting, but I'll take it. Okay. As he begins moving, you feel as this hand reaches out and you kind of see it sort of swiftly poking out from the skin and swipes across you, almost similar in that vision. You take four points of damage and you begin to feel as you are moved and sort of shifted over and you are just teetering on nearly falling into that pool next to you. He continues to move forward, however, which would bring us to your turn. I'm grabbing, I'm, I'm putting the bracelet in my pocket, I'm grabbing the giant needle. Okay. Uh, do I see where uh, Eliza's hand face something is. Yes, as you see him moving forward, you see the tips of that hand almost grabbing onto the edge of the of his body and seemingly as he's pulling himself forward, she is staying with that movement. I want to stab into this creature next to where she is and rip. Okay. And like I did with the bed just moments ago, I want to pull out my friend. Okay. If you would please make me a strength and toughness attack. I'm going to spend six seconds to add 2d8, which will put me over to our eight. I'll just tell you all that right now. <sighs> okay, okay. Uh, it's a common success. Common success. <laughs> okay. So, as you pierce into the skin and rip downwards, you feel as a bunch of this liquid begins hitting the side of your face and you smell this sort of uh, sharp smell to it as well as this almost metallic rust mixed in and this chemical sort of along with it and there's almost this hint of that wet bark or over soaked wood sort of hitting the side of your face. And as you're feeling this, you sort of look through and you can see just a little bit of almost the impression of Eliza's body stuck against the side of the wall as this liquid is continuing to pour into the room. And you've quickened how much is leaking. And the rest of you are also seeing as the floor is beginning to fill with this liquid. Is it coming up through the holes in the floor or just out of the skin? It's coming out of the skin. Okay. And now that it's sort of, the pools next to him are sort of puddling over. Right. And beginning to fill as well. Is that the end of your turn? Uh, there's gonna be half panic, half, 
Uh, uh, Eliza! And I'm gonna try to reach for her. Okay. If I still have anything I can do. Okay. You're reaching into the skin? Uh-uh. Well, through the skin, the skin. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I gotta get her out of there before we I'm kill just, this thing. Just picturing this? I know, I know. That's why there's panic. That's why there is panic. So, where you are right now, just so that you know, you've torn open a hole in the skin, and there, and there's sort of a, because it, his body is cube-shaped, mm -hmm. there's another layer of skin over Eliza on the other side. Okay. All right. Then, then I'm gonna... Hold on tight so that I don't fall into the water. Okay. You stay there. And as you are recognizing the severity of Eliza being stuck, and you are feeling a pour of liquid over your face, you begin to feel as your vision blurs once more, and you hear in your head another turning of the clock, reaching that hour mark. You can't recognize it, but you know it's a clock. And you see in front of you, your vision is almost like looking through waved and textured glass. You sort of reach out and you feel yourself moving through it like gelatin. And as your hand cusps out, your vision returns to where you were standing and the water is continuing to pour on you. And you hear in the back of your head, I'm waiting. From now on, you will add a permanent distress die that will go over if you get to max cap. Will do. Can I respond to it in this moment? You can, but you are now back in the space that you were a moment ago. Yeah, she says it out loud, but it's, she's responding to whatever that was in her head. <laughs> well, you're gonna have to keep waiting. Melody. What are you doing? Um, Melody's kind of at a loss, but she has her gun and she's just going to blankly put two bullets into the gun as she's going to try and walk up to where Abby is, like near that face if possible. Okay. And then I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my hand up and try and put it in his mouth. Okay. I'm doing something, I promise. I'm just gonna try and put his, my, just real quick, put my hand in his mouth. <laughs> Lauren is here for it, Abby is panicking. Okay. I will need you to make two rolls. The first of which is to get over, um, which would be a coordination and composure or reaction. 
I'm gonna go composure. Uh, any aptitudes I could use to bump this? Um, you are trying to navigate slippery floors. I have nothing. Okay. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. You do that when it's good and bad. Consistency mm. <laughs> is yeah. It's a good thing. It's hard to gauge though. I'm gonna reroll um, three. Okay. So, um, Melody tries to do the same, and as she's running over there, she gets a catastrophic failure. We are on fire. We could be. <laughs> We're really about to be. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. Okay, so as you are beginning to sort of rush over to the side of this room to reach his mouth, take seven points of damage as your foot in the water slips and you feel against your sort of rear as you land on it hard and begin slipping through the room. And though it is slippery underneath you, the tiles are sort of these bumped and moved sort of different tiles and you're feeling this sort of damage. You can reach him, but you're sort of sliding over. Hey. I'm here to help. Thank you. <laughs> um, am I still able to attempt? You can. That's, okay. Then what do I need to roll to put my hand in his mouth? I'm going to say your coordination. Okay. And <laughs> your, I will say composure or vigilance. We'll go composure. I know this isn't usually how this works, but since I'm right there, is there anything I could do to help? I'm like hanging on to this thing. Can I, like, if I see what she's doing, grab the top of his head? <laughs> his bald head. Just grab his bottom lip and pull it down. You said that his flesh was like toilet paper and squishy, so I should be able to just I did, grab I it. did say that. <laughs> Once, sure, what'd you sure. get? Sure. Uh, I'm gonna use the remaining three seconds I have this turn to reroll three of these dice. Okay. Here's what I'll say. Okay. Um, make a coordination and composure roll for me. Okay. Uh, common success. Common success, okay. Common success. Okay. So, <laughs> Melody, you sort of slide over, and as you do, you sort of um, are able to stop there in front um, by kind of like putting one of your foot, one of your feet out, and sort of like against the sort of skin, and you feel as it sort of moves under your foot. And as you sort of reach up to try and stick your hand in his mouth, Abby, 
you are there and you sort of go to help and you're attempting to sort of pull the back of the head up and your hands are slipping as the skin is falling off underneath your hands and you feel it collecting in your palms and between your sort of fingers and underneath your fingernails. But you're able to sort of almost, after you're slipping and sliding, you sort of land your hand and dig your fingers in a bit and you feel it give way a little bit, but you pull the back of that skull up and Melody, you are able to put your hand inside his mouth. And I'm going to try and angle it away from Li the new Liza and I'm going to activate Torrent and try and pop him like a water balloon. That's one of your dread manifestations? Yes, it is. Okay. If you would please it's roll. It's amazing. If you would please roll a d4 for me. You've got the minutes. You've got this. I rolled a two. Okay, so an extra two minutes to use that ability. That puts me at 11 minutes. Okay. It's fine, I'm fine. Please explain to me what Torrent does. So Torrent, out of my outstretched hand, mm -hmm. they must make a resilience and toughness or upgraded with tenacity and they'll take four damage the water is also uh hot okay and if they fail the tenacity check they are knocked back 10 feet and suffer from the staggered condition and it is a quantity of water that is roughly 10,000 gallons mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. This I'm is solving this problem. Yeah, water has to go somewhere. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. It's all right. I'm working on that problem. <laughs> I got this. How much damage does it do? Four. And then you said it's scalding hot? Yes. Amazing. Okay. I don't think she chose that. <laughs> In her mind, she's just angry. Yeah. So, as you reach forward and sort of point the palm of your hand into the mouth, you begin feeling as water is rapidly rushing almost from you. And it feels like it takes a bit of a toll on you and you're so frustrated and angry that it comes out and all of you can see as it's steaming out of Melody's hand. And you see as the tanner sort of mouth open, gurgling, is feeling as scalding hot water is being forced down his gullet. And you, Abby, with the open hole in front of you, feel as that water is mixing with the liquid that is already inside and is pouring out over you. And all of you are seeing as the sort of box-like structure of the tanner is beginning to deflate almost in the room. And you see the skin beginning to 
fold over itself as there's so much of it and it begins sort of sloughing off around you and your feet, you're feeling as the water is quickly making its way to about up to your thigh as he continues to pour water out of both the sort of rim around the neck as well as that open hole and the two sort of bullet holes that had been shot through him earlier. And you see now as those hands, having previously been able to reach the beam across the middle of the room, are now grabbing onto the sides of the wall and the floor and whatever ledge, whatever thing he can continue to pull himself forward with, he is trying. Um, but he doesn't look great. Can I uh, lean down and whisper something in his ear? Sure. We could have helped you like we were going to help Augustina. You chose this. Okay. That's the end of your turn? Mm -hmm. Nicolette. Rooms where bodies are worked on have drains. Where is the drain in this room? Mm, if you would please make me acumen or intuition. I have a phenomenal success because I am going to use Karma Thief. Karma Thief. Okay. That's a dread manifestation? Yes, it is. Would you please roll a d4 for me? Mm -hmm. Four. Four. So you will add an extra four minutes to use that manifestation. I just rolled over. I am at hour seven. Y'all are giving today. <laughs> We're here for you. We're here yeah. for you all the time. That's okay. I'm not going to make it any better. Make it worse. Bring it on. Make it worse. I mean, I'll make it better for everyone else, but worse for me. Oh, no. <laughs> Please explain what uh, your dread manifestation does for me. Karma Thief allows me to rip through realities and find the success that I need. Gotcha. So. Ooh! <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> As you activate this sense within you to look for a drain and you are, um, ascertaining and you are pulling from, you can't quite explain what it is, but you are almost pulling from something intangible to assure that you find it. Your vision around you almost lights with this bright sort of warm orange color. And you hear in your head, Nicolette. I found it for you. And you see as that light focuses and in the sort of center of the room, just a little bit behind where uh, Melody and Abby are at the front, sort of right next to the tanner, you see this sort of um, small grate looking hole in the floor. And you can see over top of it is, as you're sort of pulling from whatever vision it is, you can see it's sort of 
stacked underneath a tile atop it and you're able to just make it out with this vision and as that as that voice sort of leaves your head you will also gain an additional um, distress die that you must roll and it adds on to your maximum okay um, can I get to that drain and start clearing it as you are attempting to move forward, the water is high up and you're feeling the sort of resistance. If you would please make a strength and toughness check for me. I am going to, um, that's not good. Um, I'm going to add nine seconds to get D8s. And you said it was toughness and strength? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Four is phenomenal success. Okay. So you're feeling this sort of rushing of water continuing towards you, and it is making it harder to wade through this room, but you know where that drain is, you know where the tile is, and so you begin pushing through this area and you are able to reach that spot where you know that the tile is. Okay, uh, that, assuming I can't clear the tile, that is going to be my uh, round. Okay. And she is strangely sort of focused and coherent because of the smell in the room, that sort of um, biological waste and adipocere smell seems to be kind of focusing her. Gotcha. Now, as you all are moving, water's beginning to pour, and you see the sort of body of the tanner deflating in front of you. Eliza, having previously been pressed up against the wall, now the skin sort of falling away and leaving her enough room. And you see... Let's see what you see. Ooh. Okay. You see as the weight of both him having moved her forward just enough and the two of you being sort of pushed as he's pushing forward, where she had sort of been hanging, suspended on the wall from the pressure of his skin, she is directly over that pool of liquid. And as the skin sort of begins to fall away, she cascades out of it and <gasps> no! into the water next to you. And you see, as she sinks, bubbles sort of beginning to billow out. Do I have a chance to try to grab her, or is she too far away? I will say with having previously assisted Melody. That's fair. This round. That's fair. Um, okay, I think it got some. Birdie. Yes. You rolled over. Mm -hmm. Let me know what you're doing. May I do two dread manifestations in this turn because there was one I meant to do at the beginning at, when I shot them but forgot. You may, but as a reminder, you previously catastrophically failed. I'm aware. So you must roll a d4 for one of the uses. Okay. Uh, so it'll be the first one. I'm going to cast Rhyme Shield okay. on myself, which covers my body in a level four armor of ice. 
And okay. it lasts for six rounds of combat. And I will roll the d4 for that one. Yes, please. That's a three. Okay, so please add an extra three for the cost. Yep. And knowing what this is going to do, but knowing that Eliza is important to you, I'm going to lean down to the Tanner and go, you fucking disgust me. And walk around to where Eliza is and in the five cubic feet surrounding her and getting the Tanner as well, I'm going to cast Transmute and turn the water into gas to effectively get rid of five cubic feet of water. Okay. And that will roll me over. So you would have rolled over twice this episode? Yes. Okay. For this, I will say because I don't want you to rush twice midnight. I'm still one of the lower ones. Yeah, we're, <laughs> I'm still going to cap at game, rolling over once per okay. game. Um, so you're at 11 minutes. Okay. Um, and any time you roll a 1 on a d4, it will technically count as two fails. Okay. worth it but as you first having extended sort of your um your mind to armoring yourself you feel for a moment as at first it is cold as it's ice correct mm -hmm. this icy sort of feeling over you as um, this armor begins to sort of take place over your body. And for a moment, as it's doing that, you feel over you the hands, small and tiny, crawling sort of into place and then freezing there. And you hear as well that soft sort of... As they're all sort of gathering over until it freezes, your vision is back in place, you gather yourself, reach forward, and you turn five cubic feet of water into air, and you see as it does just enough to where she is sort of now that the water is no longer floating, the body sort of collapses onto the floor underneath her. There's no more water, so she's not drowning, but you can see that there is still water from both um, his body continuing in as well as Melody, your cast in as that sort of water falling over the edge, but you can see Eliza down at the bottom um, passed out. But for now, she is not drowning, so. I'll try and just lift her up just enough to like prop her up. Are you jumping in to the pool? No. Okay. So from here, she's about, she's probably about five feet down. Oh, okay. Then yeah. Mind. Gotcha. All right. Is that your turn? That's my turn. Okay. From 
the sort of deflated state that the tanner is and all of you speaking and interacting and that hole continuing to pour liquid you now feel as it's wading up closer to your chest as the room is still full of water and he is still full of water and this sort of fluid-like motion continues to pull him forward who would be technically closest I'm at a gay uh, drain. I don't know. Okay, right. it would be Melanie. Right you have your hand in his mouth. So. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm right there. And you're right you've got your hand on his head. Mm-hmm. So I need both of you to make composure and coordination rolls if you would like to dodge. Uh huh. Uh huh. Dodging this stuff. Hmm. Can. Can I use centering in this moment to try and not panic and dodge this? Sure. Okay. 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 That's one success. One success. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna spend six seconds to ignore distress dice. Okay and it'll be one one success. Okay. Both of you take three points of damage. (gasps) As the multitude of hands reach forward and are swiping at you and you can feel the sloughing of the skin coming off is now exposing the bone sort of at the end of each of them. And this hard sort of um, scratch comes glaring across your body. Melody, are you down? I, uh, that, I'm down. Okay. For the rest of you, Melody, We are going to step away from the Velvet Lodge. And if the three of you would please give me time. Melody, you feel as your consciousness almost separates from your body. And you hear in your head this soft sort of buzzing it turns to almost this chittering noise. Around you, everything is dark, black in color. And you hear from around you echoing off of non-existent walls, melody. What would you like to do? <clears throat> what? Hello? Are you ready to die? No, what are you... No, no. You see from approaching out of that void, that familiar insect-like face, these sort of long 
mandules extending from the front, this sort of antenna extending from the forehead, and almost like a centipede, hundreds of legs moving through the space, and the sort of hard shell exterior clacking against each other. You're not supposed to be real. I think it's a little late for that. I suppose you're right. you would like to give me a name. Um, my friend collected something that looked like you. Except hers was dead. And she called it George. I would like to call you George. Okay. Hello, Melody. I am George. And you are dead. Now, and you see one of the hands sort of extending from the side, almost pulling out in a almost jarring motion, and motions to across your chest, this wound filled with blood and staining your shirt. Would you like to keep this? I want to be fixed. I want to be better. Very well. Then... I can return you. But you will owe me. You send me back. And I'll owe you something. Mm-hmm. Terms of a bargain, as you mortals call it. Are you the one who's been helping me? Help Augustina? Is that you? I, I've seen you a couple times in that horrid lodge. You feel as the tail of this long creature spirals around you, the legs brushing against the back of your skirt gently. I suppose, if us having a connection is helpful for you, then yes, tis I. And send me back? First you must agree. I agree. I'll give you what you want. I was hoping you would say that. Here's my deal for you, Mel. When you return, there is something waiting for you at the end of this lodge. Something terrible. But you must not kill it. 
would like to ask why, if I, if I may be so bold, George. I'm not done. You wish for Augustina to leave with you? I do, I do. And who are you traveling with? I would be... I believe my kids would be waiting for me, and then... No, not your children. Oh. Right now, who's waiting for you when I return you? for you in the basement. You must either convince Abby to stay for it to feast, or you must convince the beast that Abby is of the most delectable of you. And you'll get me and Augustina, home safely? Of course. Deal. Very well. And you feel as one of those hands extends and you see in almost this spider paw end runs gently over the skin that is open and you feel that water that emerges from you, heal it. You sort of hear before your vision returns to you. Remember our bargain, or I shall have you or anyone I like. You feel, as you return to the lodge, that hand having just swept across you, still in the kitchen. Okay. Returning to the Velvet Lodge, you all are still in the middle of an encounter as you watch Melody swiped across the chest and almost, Abby, you're closest, almost instantaneously, this blood begins to run before you see it stop. And Melody, eyes, her eyes sort of close for a moment before returning. but you are all still there. And Abby, it is your turn. How high is the water in the room? Or more importantly, how high is the water on me? Right now, it is getting to about your neck. So I think that's close enough. 
that I'm, that's my trauma trigger, mm -hmm. especially with everything that's gone on. You gain a minute. Mm -hmm. And between that and my friend at the bottom and all of this, and Abby goes from being this driven person to being angry and frightened. And she's gonna look at the face of this Tanner and is the face down near me at any point? Yeah, now that he is sort of deflating and it's getting a little bit lower and you sort of were able to grab the top of the head, so now it's like a little bit, it's kind of sinking into the water a little bit below where you are. No, I said no, I said no, I said no. And she's just gonna start kicking his face in panic and anger and just rage. Okay, if you would, please make me a strength and you could, you could go vigilance. Okay. Uh -huh. Um, that's a common success. Common success. I'm not very accurate in my rage. How many hits over, or how many hits did you get? Uh, two hits. Perfect. So, as you're sort of being submerged in water and you feel that familiar sort of fear beginning to gather in your head, you start almost in a rage begin punching and kicking and yelling at this tanner and you can see under sort of the water though it is continuing to fill the fluid sort of motion of it moving back and forth with underneath you as you're sort of taking out this anger on it is that your turn i don't think i have the capacity to do anything else in this moment so it, does it look like, does it look like I could rip his face off? Does it look like I could do anything else? This is the reason I'm drowning. I want it gone. You, I mean, with the way that it was peeling under your hand, you could probably go for the face. I don't know if I've got another action, but it, after the kicking and the punching and everything, I would just like fingers in his eyes, rip. How many distress dice do you have? One. What? I, I just turned over. It's the one permanent oh. one that I have. Okay. <laughs> if you would please roll just your singular distress die. That's a one. You feel the water ever quickly gathering over you. And in your moment of distress, you reach forward with your hands and grip onto the front of the tanner. And you, with all of your might, sort of curl your nails, your bone, your finger, the muscles in your hands into it. And you feel as it's collecting in your hand, almost in this shedding sort of way. 
and you continue to sort of dig until you can feel the sort of softened bone under your hands and begin pulling away the skin. If you would please add two minutes to your clock. As before you, the muscle, the skin, the liquid, the life of the tanner, you are siphoning it away from him. He asked me to do this, so go, just go. And you feel, and you see as well, those soft sort of eyes of his beginning to bleed color and this soft, malleable fluid into the water around you. And for the first time since you've been at the lodge, you feel the life of one of these hunters leave. And the water from the body continues to fill the room. But the tanner no longer chasing you. <clears throat> Melody. After witnessing that, can I see Eliza in the pool? You can't see her in the pool. And now the water, and she's f floating. So she's in the water and you can see her and you can sort of grab her if you'd like, but she is not, she doesn't seem to be conscious at this moment. Um, I am instead going to grab Abby. As the water is starting to get closer to our necks, I'm going to reach over and grab her by the collar of her shirt. <laughs> settle, settle down. Eliza needs you. She's going to die without you. <laughs> what? What? And I point, and then I'm also going to activate convalescence to start healing you. You need to take a breath. It's okay. It's okay. We're going to get out of, get out of here. this. We're going to get out of here. We are going to. <laughs> Now let's get Eliza and get out of here. Okay. Get us, get us out of here. I want out for this place now. We'll get out. And that'll... That'll be my turn. Are you starting to move towards to the move door? To move towards the door, but okay. that activating that dread manifestation will push me over. Two nine. What, is, what does that do again? Uh, you were going to heal two damage for either the next 60 seconds or the next six combat rounds, including this one. That pushed you over? Yeah. I... Wait, is that the second time you've gone over? I've been at 11. Oh. As you extend your hand and cast this, um, pulling whatever essence it is out of yourself to then push into Abby. You hear once again that turning of the clock. And in the back of your head. I think hearing that melody 
just smiles. And we'll start running and wading through the water away from you towards the door. Who was it that is um, on any ones on a D4? You counted as two. You got that for rolling over, correct? Okay. You similarly feel that distress within you. And from now on as well, anytime you roll a one on a D4, it will count as two. Nicolette. Um, Nicolette kind of scrambles at the, the tile and her, her fingers are just not grasping at it well. And she she looks up and locks eyes with Bertie. Bertie, I can't move this. I can't move this. I'll I'll get it. Just let me let me get over there. Okay. I'll I'll get her. Okay. And I'm going to shift focus from the tile and go get Eliza and just do like a swimmer's rescue where you kind of put yourself under them and start making my way toward the door. Okay. So as you sort of um collect Birdie's attention and then sort of swim your way over as now it's starting to sort of fill to the point where if you were standing, Birdie, you would be- I'm already swimming. You're swimming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, as the rest of you are sort of feeling it sort of start to bridge onto your nose and you sort of swim over, gather Eliza and start making your way towards the door. Okay. Um... Please make me either a coordination or strength plus your toughness or endurance. Three hits. Three hits, okay. So you are wading through the water over to Eliza, and then after having collected, are beginning to wade your way back. And at this point, you're 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 definitely the closest to the door, um, but you start to recognize that in order to leave, someone will have to dive in order to open it. I'm on it. Gotcha. That's your turn? Yep. And she begins like, breathing, getting her breath into a certain rhythm before she dives so that she can hold it longer. Okay. Oh, you're diving now? If I can. Okay. Because she's floating, right? Yeah. So I'm going to get her close to the door and then I'll dive. We'll circle back to that then. As you have moved Eliza over... Um, the rest of you on sort of still on top of the water are seeing as her consciousness has returned, but her function of body is still sort of getting used to and now suddenly faced with water as she very silently is beginning to struggle with the water in the room her body having been pressed against that wall and her consciousness just returning 
And actually, Nicolette, as you're there going to dive for the door, in your peripheral, you can see her body sort of beginning to sink next to you and the hand trying to wave, but in a sort of broken, inability way. Um, that's gonna be her turn. I know CPR, I'll take care of her later. Birdie. So, as I am stuck at my 11th minute, mm -hmm. may I still be allowed to use a dread manifestation? I will allow it. What dread manifestation are you using? I wish to use transmute to change the tiles into an A-frame ladder above the water. Okay. To clear the drain and give myself a way to get above the water. Gotcha. How many distress die do you have? Uh, max. Max? Five. Okay. I'm going to have you roll. Four. Okay. One. 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 Three. Three. Four. So, as you have already felt that sensation of the clock turning over, something in you changing, something becoming a bit more difficult, you still push, reaching out, you sort of touch on do you have to touch the mm -hmm. object you don't okay you extend forth sort of this force within you towards the tile and you watch as it poof, into that ladder you are seeking but you feel almost in your chest something moving for a moment and running almost like through the inner linings of a wall. And you can, and you know, you know it's those tiny hands. And you will take six points of damage. Worth it. And I'll scramble up the ladder. Okay. Coughing up water as my 411 self has been submerged enough. Just... <coughs> Nicolette, I got it! I got it! Good job! <gasps> you feel as you're coughing up, you swear something furry comes up your throat and then a long pink tail but as you look there's nothing there but now that the drain is open you see this sort of swirling in front of you as the water though 
somewhat slowly because there's so much in this room and the drain is only so big, but it's beginning to go down, or at least it's not getting any higher. Um, he's dead, so... <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't get a turn anymore. He's I all, hope. He's all over my hands. Abby. Mm -hmm. I'm still panicking. Okay. I'm still in water. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was told go to my friend. And I want out of this room, so I'm gonna go to my friend. Where's, where's Eliza? Eliza is sort of, you can see just the sort of hand reaching out from the, nearly the front of the room, um, maybe about three-fourths of the way there. Um, you can see that's sort of where she's been since Nicola dropped her off there. I'm going to very ungracefully panicked get myself over there, kind of half walking, half swimming. I want to reach out and grab that hand. Okay. What are your highest stats, Abby? Um, intuition, vigilance, and wit. How much lower is your vigilance and wit than your empathy? Um, so my vigilance and wit are both five. My empathy is two. Okay. I am... Hmm. I will say with your intuition and let's go vigilance. If you please roll for me. Uh, four successes, so a common, uh, phenomenal success. Oh, success. Okay. As you are sort of, you gained a minute for this round. Um, as you are sort of pushing through the submerging of your body in water, you remember why you are here. If you would please roll 1d4 for me in the beast. It is a two. Two. As you reach forward, grabbing for Eliza's hand, the skin of yours and hers connects and you sort of begin to pull her out from the water and you see the hair sort of all slicked back and she abigail this is not what we're supposed to be doing right now we're supposed to be editing things right now why are we here and before i tell you does eliza know your trauma trigger yes she sort of looks around at the room around her and she you're so strong happy i'm just angry and scared i want you to please up your empathy by two And I'm gonna pull her a little closer and let go of her hand and grab the bracelet and slap it into her hand. Let's get out of here. <laughs> and is that the end of your turn? 
I, I think the only other thing I'd be doing is get towards the door. <laughs> I want out. Melody. Um, is the water low enough to where I can start trying to pull open the door? At this point, it's still submerged, so you would have to go under, but you could stand on the floor and use that if you can sort of swim your way down. You saw me dive. I will swim down to assist Nicolette with opening the door because I'm not very good at holding my breath, but I can be down there for a second. Okay, so both of you are attempting to open the door. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're also going to be doing with yes. your turn? Okay, so I'll just have both of you go ahead and roll. Um, or if one of you wants to assist the other by spending seconds, you may do that as well. How do you feel? I don't want you spending seconds. <laughs> so I think I'll roll. <laughs> and I'll spend the seconds. Wait, no, yeah, no, you roll, I'll spend seconds. Take six seconds. All right, what am I? Beautiful. <laughs> so you add... If there is, is there an item that is necessary to open this door? No. Okay. I will allow you to use strength or coordination. Thank you so much. Um, and I will say this would be a, this would be probably at this point a toughness roll. Okay, and can I use tenacity to upgrade it? Pull through the pain. Sure. Because you're also the... like fighting against the water. Three hits. success. May I use? No. Two seconds. No. To uh, re-roll two dice. Sure. Phenomenal success. Okay. Four successes. So, as you reach forward and Nicolette, you are assisting, both of you are sort of pulling on the knob of this door and you feel as you sort of brace your one sort of leg against the wall and then pull both of you, the door swings open and you begin to hear that water flooding out into the foyer in front of you. And the two of you from the sudden movement of the water are sort of sucked through the front. Um, You and Eliza probably also would be at that point where you're both sort of like sliding out. I would be going with it. I'm not not upset by this. Birdie. (laughs) Birdie, what are you doing? How low has the water gotten at this point? Um, now because the door is open, probably still enough for you to safely get in and follow it out if you would like. Okay. Yeah. That's that's what I'll do because Birdie's not a swimmer. Okay. Yeah. So you sort of hop off the ladder you created, and you're just sort of taken out into the foyer by the force of the water with you. <laughs> <coughs> I officially hate that room. I hate this whole lodge. Hate it all. We'll burn it down later. We'll, we'll burn it down later. What the hell just happened? Eliza, what is going on? As you all are sort of cusped into the um, into the foyer area, sort of pushing past the hallway, um, the water taking you fairly far and sort of surfing you into that area. 
you hear the door behind you slams itself sort of shut. And in that moment, the water that had leaked out around you almost dries instantaneously. What is happening? And you see Eliza sort of... <coughs> what are you doing here? Looking for you. You disappeared and left a note from someone about this place. A note? I'm sure it wasn't from you. I'm sure it was something else. Why, why were... Why were you here? I got... I received a letter... Maybe... A day ago? From... My friend, Alexander. He needed help, so I came up. What happened? came up and everything was, everything felt normal. I mean, the place looked abandoned, but I just thought maybe it was just a mess and nobody knows how to clean up after themselves. And, and then that door opened to the kitchen and that's normally where Alexander was. So I went over and Something was wrong with him, like, like he wasn't all there and he was gone and thin and gray. And then he, he told me I needed to leave and he tried, he tried to get me out of there, but he fell, he fell in the water. And he drowned, drowned in his own liquid and the, that grate that was moving kept him down there and I couldn't do anything. And I went diving in after him to try and get him out and the next thing I know I'm stuck between a wall and him and you're here and I, I don't know. I'm glad we got you out of there. What do you know about this place? What these hunters hunt? You know what I've been looking for. You know what I've been trying to find. I I'm sorry, what have you been looking for and trying to find? I the monsters, the ones that, like this, ever since it happened to me, I've been trying to find more about them because they do shit like this. In that distraction, I want to, whatever role would be necessary for an insight check on Eliza. I will say either. I figure intuition, but I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah intuition works. Um, and I will say for this, either your manipulation or wit. Two hits, common success common success looking at Eliza she is not lying about her experience and all of this information sort of coming in the experience she just had she looks overwhelmed like she has no idea what's going on 
And you see for a moment, almost like the gears turning before she... Wait, what? Why are you here, Abby? I went looking for you. You were gone. And I didn't know where you were. And there was this, this note, this letter that you got sent that probably wasn't from him. And I'll show her the letter that I found that was addressed to her. She sort of takes it. And this was the only lead I had, so I came. You... Why? Why? I received this letter. This place is a giant trap. And something is gathering people for it. And we don't know why. And when it caught you, it came for me. Or I came for it. I don't know why, I don't know what, but we're all stuck here. Hello, Eliza. I, I pick up my bag and walk over to Melody and it's just very remote and very like methodical. And I pull out some bandages and stuff and start tending to Melody's wounds. You were bleeding. Yeah. No, I wasn't. Yes, you were. You were bleeding a lot. Is my shirt still, like, gross and bloody? At this point, there's a little bit of it left, but it hasn't run or continued to. This was his hand. The flesh was falling off. He smeared it across me. It knocked but me before back. you reached him, hmm? when you slid across the floor, you were bleeding. And I healed myself, Nicolette, just as I did to you. And you. I'm not looking at either of you, but you can clearly see the wounds that I have. And they're slowly creeping and closing up. She picks up her stuff and just kind of, in a daze now, walks over and begins tending to Abby's wounds. And I'm still focused on my friend. She's now had an experience like I have. I had. Do I recognize that something's gone wrong? Looking at her, you know Eliza. You've worked with her for a while. She's been kind to you. She's helped you. She doesn't deserve any of this. And you see something in her face, almost like she is clicking puzzle pieces into place. And she but I'm not. Um, I'm not afraid of water, Abby. You are. Yeah. Ain't that something? It turns you into bait, dear. Mm-hmm. What are you afraid of? 
Well, I imagine now Big Cube men that slough off. I'm gonna gently take her shoulder, look her in the eye and say, you don't deserve any of this. She this pulls away. She, no, I don't, Abby. What are you afraid of? Not water. And reach out and grab her on the shoulder. And I'm activating Lethe's Crossing. And I'm gonna make her forget what happened when she came here. I'm just gonna erase it from her mind. Okay. You see as she sort of Get out of here. Hey, I think you stay here. We're looking around, and there's been a bad snowstorm. We're kind of snowed in for a little bit, so just hang out. You look like it was rough getting here. I don't know, maybe maybe take a nap? Feel okay? I'm tired, but I'm... I feel, I don't know, like I, like I'm relieved in a way. Well, you know me, I'm very, I'm very personable. <laughs> We're always, it's good to have people nearby, right? I'm gonna grab Abby by her lapel and drag her across the room. I'll be right back, go let, have a let seat. Me, let me take, yeah. let me take a look. And make sure you haven't been hurt. What? Who are you? What the fuck did you do to her? I made sure she didn't have to deal with what I have. You don't get to make that choice for people. Guess what? I just did. I'm gonna sock her. Okay. I have turned. Uh, oh yeah, we got out of earshot. Yeah, no, yeah. I've like turned her so she can't see it. Because <laughs> I... Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to completely sock you across the face. I don't I don't try to dodge. Um that would be a strength and toughness plus um hand to hand if you had it. I do not, but I have athletics. Sure. Okay. Does she have a pulse? Phenomenal success. So, how many hits? Four. Four? I think it's a good thing you healed me. You take five points of damage. As after having dragged you away from the rest of the group, Birdie socks you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna fucking wind up like us, and she's not gonna know why. Fuck you. She's and not. I'm, gonna, I'm walking away. <laughs> Looking over, Eliza, you feel for a pulse. You feel one. It's somewhat faint, 
and it's almost like it's trying to catch back up. Mm-hmm. But it's there. Okay. She sort of. You seem very nice. Thank you. You're welcome. Um. What do you do? I'm a newspaper publisher. <laughs> what kind of newspaper? Paranormal sorts of things and experiences. Uh huh. But nothing like this. Do you know anything about what they've been doing here? At the lodge? All. Well, no, she wouldn't remember. I just took what happened when she arrived. So if she knows anything from before of corresponding with Alexander or mm -hmm. anything like that, because I can only take a little bit. So she just doesn't remember. She remembers arriving, but then nothing else, okay. basically. Uh, I, I mean, I, I've, known, I, I've known Alexander for a while. He's a good friend of mine and he, He's taken care of me a couple of times, and he's very talented, Tanner, and all of them here are very, very good at what they do, and I haven't, I've only met Bram once, but he was a very confident, and I, I thought very capable man. I, when when I heard that there was a hunt going on that they needed me for, I thought just that, and it was Alexander reaching out, I thought maybe he just needed help or on something, and he don't ever really message me, so I, I came out. What, what do you do that seems unusual that they might want you here for? Reaches out, touches you on the shoulder. When was the last time you kept a secret from someone? She sees a room. There are two women standing in the room. One of them is tall in black clothes with graying red hair pulled back into a messy bun, glasses perched on the end of her nose. She's sitting at a desk, and seated in front of the desk is another woman with sort of messy chestnut hair, a white ruffled blouse, and a golden green fitted skirt. And the woman in the golden green fitted skirt is crying. And Nicolette says to her, I don't know that this is something I can help with. But you have to. He's running us into the ground, Dr. Nicolette. <laughs> it's financial. You'll survive. People survive on the streets all the time. I'm begging you. 
We can't make it again. We... I have three children, Doctor. He needs to go. And I need you. And she reaches down into a bag at her side and pulls out a very small glass jar that has a tiny amount of white powder in the bottom of it. It's called ryacin. Thank you. No one will know. I never want to see you again. You won't. I swear. Get out of my office. That's where her vision ends. Mm-hmm. She. Oh. Did you feel that? All right. That's why I'm a good publisher. She looks over at you, Melody, briefly, wherever you are. And I'm just staring at her. She sort of... How did you do that? I would never tell anyone that. How did you, how did you do that? Normally when I do it, it's just someone slipping a candy bar into their purse or something. But look, I, I don't, I don't need to, I don't need to tell anybody or anything. I just tell anybody what? Nothing. Are you lying to me, Eliza? It's fine. Don't worry about it. Looks like we finally found something Nicolette can't explain. Um. The box. The box. The bo the box. Where's that bracelet thing? I I have it. Why? That box over there. I think you should put it in it. She sort of You're gonna see a lot of weird stuff when you open it. She sort of unravels it in her hands and looks over it. Is it gonna go away? As far as we know, no. I mean, I feel like I should properly warn you that it's a possibility, but as far as we know, no. He made me this. She coils it back up. I don't really know what I'm meant to be doing. She hands it back to you. Everyone has a part in the ritual, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, we believe in magic now, Nicolette. Carefully, you don't fall off that horse. It's all right, it's a pygmy. Not everyone was supposed to have a part in this. You all watch as once again, the box closes on itself. And you hear that final 
chime and then almost in a repeating pattern continues to play as the piano scoots ever so gently across the wall you see in this alcove against it journal. Anyone mind? Person, person who owns that, before you open it, person who owns that, there's bad stuff in there. I'm saying that after all this. The person who owned that was particularly concerned You be careful. We gotta. I'm not saying no, but do it. <sighs> Couldn't be any worse. Day one, it's hunting. <laughs> Sorry. Journal of. Was it. Bran? Wolfgang Velvet? Baron. Day one, it's hunting season. Slow, poor start, didn't see a damn thing. Dame two, same as yesterday. Hopefully tomorrow proves to be more fruitful. Day three, found a wounded doe, barely had any meat on it. Is food scarce this year? Brought it back to the lodge in hopes she is on the mend. Day four, nothing. Day five, nothing. Day six, day seven, day eight, day nine, day ten. Quick question. The spots on here, do they look like just aged parchment or do they look like some sort of dried fluid, like bodily fluid? There looks to be a mixture of age, of maybe moisture growing, as well as fluids. Day 10. Found some huge tracks. Trees toppled around them. Tracking whatever this is now, possibly for high records this year. Day 11. Found the creature's den. Much bigger than expected. It's growing. I was alone and unprepared. We'll circle back with some better firepower. Day 12. Nothing. Day 13, nothing. Day 14, nothing. Day 15, sent for the others. No other game apparent on the mountain. Eating everything. Can't sleep knowing it's still out there. 16, 17, blank. 18, hunters are here. Gonna stock up and load out. We plan to catch this monster in the next few days. Day 19. All my sleep interrupted by dreams. My sleep interrupted by dreams? Capture? Something's wrong. Whatever this thing is, it must die. Day 20, nothing. Day 21, nothing. 22, nothing. 23, nothing. 24, 25, 26, 27. 
entered this thing's lair, caught it. Big effort from everyone, going to be breaking down soon. What a hide I'll have, and the lettering is getting... Day 28, 29, 30, 44, day 45, everyone has turned against me. Won't let me kill the monster. I need to end it. Nothing works. The body is too big to break down on its own. The knife. Day, dot, dot, dot. I dreamed of something powerful. I have made it. I can take its life. It may finally end. The writing is very erratic. Day question mark. Those fools destroyed it. Hiding it from me. Need to bring the pieces find it, hiding it from me, must find, need to find the pieces, must hide, find the pieces, the dagger, the dagger, the dagger, hiding it from me, need the pieces, blank page. He was trying to kill it, and they wouldn't let him. Or he thinks they wouldn't. Forget the weapon, I can't sleep. It has cursed me. Leave me against me. The writing just dissolves. Huh. Something about peeling and Eliza, maybe? Can you... What is it? We lost track? Leave I... me be? He won't let me sleep. Can't sleep. It won't let me sleep. It must find it. Where is it? Oh. It's writing that just spirals. <sighs> Leave me be, shut up, quiet. Be quiet, it's here. I can hear it outside. Stop it. There's, I'm assuming, days marked off. It infected him. Go away, go away. Leave me be. Leave me alone. It must end. Where did you hide it? Where did you hide it? it must stop. Go back. Hold back. Augusta. Yeah. Those are names. No, it is Augustina. I'm Augustina. sorry. Augustina. Della. La. That's her Mora. full last name. Is that relevant there? Tour of Velvet. Mm -hmm. 
Augustina again? It's writing over each other. It's writing over and over on top of each other. Do you have the eye? The eye. Yes. The, the bug? Two. What did you see, Nicolette? Things like, is this what I saw from the cave? Looking at it, it feels somewhat familiar. It was hard to make out. Why did you keep it alive? Why did you capture it? What does the... We found our it. Ended. Look at it with the eye. Well, so, as you finish flipping through the journal, you hear that melody of, not you, <laughs> you hear that notes playing back and forth, getting a little bit faster behind you till they all press at the same time and stops. You see behind you, the box opens once more and that wall where the alcove sits moves open like a door and in front of you a ladder stepping down into the lodge and that is where we will end this chapter until next time thank you so much for visiting the velvet lodge if you have enjoyed your stay, please be sure to leave us a review on the podcast app of your choice. Your review may bring new hunters to the lodge looking to experience this story. Until next time, happy hunting.